four words that turn summer into autumn. Notre Dame versus Michigan. Two giants who first clashed way back in 1887. For over a century, mud-covered golden domers have tussled with the guts and glue of the maize and blue. Epic battles punctuated by legendary names. Hello there, college football fans, and welcome to episode 19 of the Fighting Wolverines podcast. Uh, An interesting couple weeks there. Um, We haven't been on in a while. We're going to get through everything, but kind of the order of the show today is going to be, we're going to start out with talking about Michigan, Michigan State, and then Notre Dame, North Carolina, and... Then we are going to go through all the rankings from last week, talk a little bit about that, and then we're going to give you our top 10 for current rankings right now. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the the future games for Notre Dame and Michigan, that being Penn State and Virginia. So, But first, before we get started, uh, Dan is here with me. Dan, how are you doing? Getting tired, I think it's because of the time change. <laughs> it is kind of messing with me. It is weird. I'm like, I it's noticed weird. yesterday. I yeah, yesterday I got a, I, I mean, I slept, I went to church at 11 and I, I slept in a little bit. Um, and I remember just, man, like getting ready for church and feeling so tired. And I was like, I don't know why I got an extra hour of sleep. And I don't know, it just, just interesting how all that works. But I think, I feel like I might be getting acclimated now, but I still kind of feel tired for some reason. Yeah. Not too bad other than that, but <laughs> that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty good too. We're, you know, chugging along. Um, most of the, the world knows now that we're uh, having a child. So my wife is, uh, uh, you know, 20 weeks pregnant now, Yeah, 20 weeks. We find out gender and, uh, have a our big appointment tomorrow so pretty excited about that and uh yeah so everything's good on this end but uh let's jump right in to man we picked a bad week to not have a, a podcast but um rough week for the old wolverines um just <laughs> well, depends yeah, how it, you look at it <laughs> i mean it just it's like you know what do they say same same, you know what, different year. Yeah. Like it just felt like part of the topic. It's I got over it really fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had like I watched. I watched it with some Michigan fans, and that was an interesting experience. Yeah. Uh, and I do. I like. I talk trash like all the time. But when I watch games with fans from like if I'm watching their game, I don't. I don't say a bleep. I actually. I actually kind of like I, I'll, I'll point out when team makes a good play or like whatever like wow like why would you do that or like but I wasn't like I okay jokingly because it was Halloween I wore a state uh, Michigan State uh, basketball jersey just to kind of be an, an a hole and like they were all they weren't mad but it was just like it was funny and but during the game I was like you know you would have no idea. I wasn't like rooting for Michigan State or I mean secretly I kind of was but. Like I didn't say anything ver- like verbally to like make them upset. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's like just the whole Harbaugh era <laughs> right there. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Crashing, it, it's frustrating, and yeah. Well, it's like so. I understand. Like there was the you know the the touchdown that they overturned on the fumble right before half. Yeah, thanks, Big Ten. You apologized for it and said you got it wrong. It's like that doesn't help us for anything. Really. Well, and it's like sure, <laughs> like in again, I you know I've had. I think referees can decide games with last second calls. I I've always said that. I've always felt that way. Like for example, um, twenty was it twenty. 14 or no, it was 2013 when Notre Dame was in Tallahassee and they got called on that pick play. Mm. And it was like, I remember that it just like in that moment, like unless the Notre Dame, and again, this is totally getting off topic, but this is like, I mean, still kind of like talking about what like we're talking about, but in that moment, unless that player literally tackles that player, like you don't call that on the last play of the flipping game. Like, 
So in the in those instances, like that is that is when a ref can decide a game. And in my my opinion, like Harbaugh, why are you putting in your freshman quarterback in two key drives in in, in the second half? When clearly he was just like, you know, he had a good throw, he had a touchdown throw, like, but clearly wasn't ready. And and they talked about that players. on the post game, like a, the next day. They turned out on the Fox broadcast, they didn't reveal the play that the big play where he fumbled the ball. Right. Uh, supposedly, the, the Fox crew didn't say anything, but the radio broadcast they said that Cade McNamara was in the. Surgic was like in the medical tent. Yeah, yeah, I didn't on that play, but still, I mean that kind of quarterback swapping was going to end up killing you eventually someday. Like it was going to hurt you instead of just playing. I mean, Cade played good. I mean, it was his best game. I think really like Michigan's game tape, they destroyed their secondary really, Mm -hmm. and look what Purdue did. Yeah, (laughs) this at this week. Oh man. State's defense is rough. Yeah, I don't like I Michigan, Michigan State. I think both teams are really even. They're just yeah, they're, and they're I don't think players. either of them are worthy of the playoff. Like no, yeah, it's just. It, I mean, I think we. I think a lot. I think most of the country. You know, some obviously some fans probably were slight, and hopeful. You know, and I would say delusional, more hopeful than delusional. But but at the same time, like they had, both teams hadn't really played at anybody yet. Like, that was the first big game, you know, that they had been in. And it was like, you know, it just – the cards fell where they fell. And Michigan, like, the the other thing that bothered me the most other than that touchdown, that probably – I mean, four points difference. But on the drives, they settled for field goals. They left points on the board. Yeah. And I didn't really notice it until the week before that, after the bye week, they were playing Northwestern and they left touchdowns. They just settled for field goals. Uh-huh. Turned out they had a high percentage of red zone, per, like it was 94% or something success. Yeah. But they had only have 16 touchdowns going yeah. into that game. They kick way too many field goals when they drive. I don't know. I, I blame that on the coaching. I don't, they just want to run up the middle <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you got when you got two run, good running backs like you do, it's hard. But there's also other ways, like you know, Notre Dame kind of runs into that too. Like, you know, Kyron Williams is man over the last like three or four games, he has been just unbelievable. And it's like, like sometimes it becomes a crutch, you know. It comes like, well, you know, when in doubt, which isn't always the worst thing ever. But it was like that with Michael Mayer for a long time. It was like Cone, like as soon as he caught the snap, it was like, where's Mayer? And then I'm gonna throw it instantly. It doesn't matter who's there, which. You know, that's fine because he's obviously going to be a mismatch most times, but, like, you got to be able to, like, you got to be able to have some creativity. And, and I think, like, like two Michigan's been, speaking of tight ends, like, you guys have Mayor, but, mm-hmm. like, Eric All was coming along pretty nice after yeah. the bye week. He, he had, like, hurt. he had 50, yeah, he didn't play against IU. Yeah, I noticed that. A Schoonmaker had almost had a sweet one-handed catch on the. Yeah, he had two line. touchdowns, but, like, why don't you use your tight ends? It seems like they're just kind of underappreciated when you get down to the red zone sometimes. Yeah. And Eric All has done really well for Michigan this year, not just run blocking, but. Right. Yeah, it was, you know, the game was frustrating. I, I feel the frustration a little bit for Michigan fans just because, I you know, Notre Dame, Kelly struggles. Now, Kelly doesn't, like, I wouldn't say Notre Dame's rivalry games are on par with Michigan's because, like, State and Ohio State, like, those are better rivalry games than USC and Navy. <laughs> so it's like, like, I don't understand that side of it, but I do understand the big game side of it. Like you just don't win those games that like are prime time or like, you know, everyone's watching and it's a big deal. You win the games you're supposed to win, but you don't beat the top 10 teams. And it's just, so I, I, I can empathize with you on that one. Man, it's frustrating, man. It's yeah. <laughs> right after that game, I didn't even feel like watching the rest of the day. But yeah. I got, like I said earlier, I got over it really quick, though. I was like, yeah. Yeah, my, my buddy, who I, when I, we were over at his house, and he was, the rest of the night, man, he just was making constant comments, frustrated as all get out. And it's like, mm-hmm. I get it. It sucks because you put so much into it, especially, you know, because both teams were undefeated. And if Michigan wins that game, like, they're up 30 to, what was it, 30 to 14? 
Mm-hmm. You just take care of business at state. That's a big win. Then you're looking at, you know, probably undefeated going into Ohio State and a possibility of a playoff berth. But and I feel like I feel like overall this is this is Harbaugh's most complete team. Like I would say like and not necessarily just from a player standpoint, because like sure in twenty sixteen you had more talent on the defense, but I'm talking coaching wise too, you have a scheme that fits these players. It wasn't trying to fit a you know a round peg into a square hole with the cover zero that Don Brown always ran. So I felt like that was that. I feel like this is a a good team that Harbaugh has, and it's frustrating that it kind of gets talk about Mike McDonald. They struggled on that up tempo offense where they got caught numerous times, and you're wondering as a fan, how do you not adjust to that? Well, and it was like they were struggling with substitutions. It's like, don't sub. Like, yeah. why do you have to sub? And what was the yeah, one play? They got called for, like, there was a penalty. that They were trying to sub on the goal line or something. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, what? why do you don't – just don't just play with who you got. Like, you don't have to sub every time. I'm skipping to, like, this past Saturday. I, IU tried it. Now, different team, but IU tried to do it. And they said Michigan was so much ready. They had, like, a game plan for it. Which I think they should, just in case, you know, Penn State, Ohio State is on your schedule. Heck, even Maryland has some kind of offense. If they try to do it, you'll be ready. Right. So it's just a learning curve for him. He's still a young coach. I think if he does pretty well, he might be a coach we'll be talking about, get a job here in the next few years. Right. Yeah, I would agree. I think that, you know, and relatively, you know, I talk. I talked to my my buddies who I was watching the game with, and I mean, relatively speaking, man, Michigan's gonna have a lot of returners next year. They're gonna be pretty tough. Like, like I know I we I hate using the next year thing because I, I tend to do that every year with Notre Dame. But it's like, you know, like for for real though, like you guys, I mean, Quorum and Haskins are gonna come back, and you're gonna have, you know, us. You got your offensive line is relatively young. Like they're they're they'll be back. Um, McNamara will probably, I mean, McCarthy's probably going to take over, which is, isn't a bad thing. I think he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then you probably get, uh, Ronnie Bell back. He'll probably come back because he got injured. So, yeah, for be tough. <laughs> yeah, which Notre Dame just had one of their, uh, senior wide receivers do the same thing this last weekend. So that sucks. But, um, <laughs> we can jump in and talk a little bit about Notre Dame and North Carolina. It, I don't, honestly, it's kind of hard to remember that far back, but <laughs> I remember I didn't, I actually paid more attention to the Michigan, Michigan state game than I did the North Carolina Notre Dame game. I like, I knew Notre Dame was going to win. Um, just based on like, you know, North Carolina is just, their defense is so bad and just pretty much have to outscore North Carolina. Yeah. That's all you just, you just have to, you have to be able to score some points and, and you'll be fine. Um, Howell is, Howell is good. He's a good quarterback. I think he's going to be actually pretty solid in the NFL. I I would. I don't think he's going to be one of those like you know one of those rookies that they're going to talk about starting right away, depending on where he goes. I think if he gets some time under somebody, which unfortunately he'll probably be drafted high and put in a crappy situation, but I think he could he could be a pretty good quarterback in the NFL. Um, so I'm gonna have him in the top ten, right? Or oh yeah. Matt Corral, I can't remember which one. Or I would say most one. people have would have him as their number one quarterback still. Yeah, I mean, despite losing a bunch of weapons from last year, like he's he he lost dudes that are actually like making plays in the NFL right now as rookies, and like he still put up really solid numbers. He plays hard. Um, that's the most, I think that's the most impressive thing is that if they're like what. They're five and four now, or whatever. Like he could be, he could be calling, calling it in, being like, you know, we don't have a shot at the playoff or a really good bowl game. Like I'm just gonna. And then this last weekend they were playing. Uh, Wake. Yeah, Wake, and they he was freaking running. Now he wasn't sliding; he was getting after. I was like, I can appreciate that. I yeah. think that's cool. So, um, yeah, I don't know. The game was it is what Notre Dame put up quite a few points, which was impressive. Well, he's had a huge game. Best game yeah. of the season. Yeah, for, for sure. He, I mean, man, like I said earlier, he is just – I mean, I think everyone was expecting a big year from him, but with the offensive line struggle at the beginning of the year, it's just been 
he hasn't been able to. He's had, I mean, it's amazing the, that he has had the positive impact that he's had despite the bad line to start off the year. I mean, he still was able to get involved in the past game in those, in those games where they couldn't run the ball. And um, he, I mean, he's an unbelievable pass blocker too on, in the backfield. So I'm, unfortunately, I think he's going to be gone next year as and he's going to go into the draft as a junior, but, uh, but he's, I'm going to enjoy watching him these last couple games. He's, he's pretty special. I, my cousins and I have been texting. It's like trying to think of if he's like, you know, in my time watching Notre Dame, he's definitely the best running back I've, I've watched at Notre Dame. No question about it. Like, you know, I thought about like even Darius Walker, like, but I, I no, he's just, he's better. He's way Darius better. Darius Walker wasn't, yeah, no, he wasn't that good. He was good because of Weiss. Weiss's offense allowed him to be good, catching screens and all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, they, they mentioned like Bettis, like that time frame. Mm. That, that was when, and even then, it's like, you know, was Bettis great because he was a great running back, or was he great because he was on great teams? Like, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both, but Kyron Williams is just like, hey, dude, just give me the ball, and I'm going to freaking, like, make, like, 10 dudes miss and score a touchdown. So, uh, so it's been fun to watch. But um, that's about it for, for that week. Uh, and we won't – we'll just – I mean, Notre Dame and Michigan both won this last weekend against Indiana and Navy, but there really isn't much to talk about. It was pretty much my short description of the Michigan game. It's exactly what I expected. <laughs> really, yeah. defense shut down a bad team, and yeah. the offense was so. Well, and Indiana yeah. was playing there like wasn't the third string quarterback or something. Yeah, and he, I mean, he has a good upside. He, no, he's athletic for sure. I was watching the game. I was like, wow, he's pretty decent. Take on IU is uh, you know, after last year in a preseason top twenty ranking, next year. Wilson better get something going. Yes, for sure. And I think we could sum up the Notre Dame Navy game as oh, Notre you guys played someone. Yeah, right. <laughs> Navy's yeah, right. awful. Well, they're awful. I mean, in Navy, like that offense can be tough when it when it's run well by when they had like Malcolm Perry and well, uh, I don't remember the other guy's name. Like between them and Army, it seems like it's usually Navy. Then now it's Army. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I just, you know, Notre Dame is – Brian Kelly has figured out that they have – they figured out how to stop the triple option. Like, Yeah, you play them every year. I think you should, like, try it to know for sure, like, what kind of game plan you need every year yeah. for that team. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, we had our stumble – I don't remember what year that was. We lost to him or something. It was so stupid. Like 2011 or something. Yeah, it was, like, one of his first long years. Long time ago. And it was like, all right, like – you know, since then, we've had some closer games here and there. But that was, like I said, that was when, like, Navy was good. A couple of years ago, Navy had some pretty sweet teams. They were, like, you yeah. know, they had two quarterbacks back-to-back that were really, really, really good and can run yeah. the offense well. So, um, yeah, triple option, no problem. Um, and offense started out really slow, but eventually kind of got going. So, mm. Yeah, so let's uh, let's jump into the college football playoff rankings from last week, and I've got those pulled up. I don't know if you've got them pulled up on your end. Yep. But um, I guess let's just go. I'll, I'd like to get your overall like general thoughts because there were a lot of surprises. I mean, I was actually watching. I remember watching the show and thinking like, this is insane. Like, and I know <laughs> there's going to be so much that changes, but a lot there was a lot that actually kind of frustrated me. So go ahead. Well, overall. Number one's a no-brainer. Yeah, but like, um, like some of the like I don't really care for who's numbered. I would say number below twelve because really, what it's the top twelve that gets the New Year six, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially twenty through twenty-five. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I think it matters in the terms of like how they view um, like strength of schedule. And yeah. stuff like that if you have a, a well, ranked win. And also, I like the rankings itself, it's just basically they're trying to plan ahead to have the matchups that they want. Because mm-hmm. Alabama sitting at number two. You know, that perfect. was – Lose close to Georgia in the championship game if they make it. 
that was one that really for that four seed. I, I that just was one that really pissed me off. I mean, I'll be yeah. honest with you, that one got me real hot. And I was texting my buddy, and he was arguing with me about it. And I'm like, he kept saying, "Well, who, put him up against any other team other than Georgia, and like, who do you think would win the game?" And I'm like, bro, that's not the point of this. You're that's taking, what too many people think of. They you're just taking think- old seasons and putting it into what they've done this year. You have to go by what has happened this year. Yeah. Like you're basically, it's just, you're saying, okay, well like the brand Alabama. Yeah. They're always good. So of course, like they're going to win these games. It's like, they've looked pretty terrible most of the year. Like, in Especially Alabama. after this late week, it looks like anyone other than Georgia looks vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, LSU should have flipping won that game. Oh yeah. Like I watched, I watched that to the very last second. I was, I was hoping they would have pulled. I'm just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like LSU, just be like somewhat decent. Their defense was balling out, and their offense just could not. And it wasn't like Bama was playing great D. Oh, like Bama's LSU. defense has been really like usually under a Nick Saban team. If a defense struggles early, they yeah. pick it up, kind of like last year. Yeah, but this year they it doesn't look like they are, and their offensive line I don't think is that good either. Right, running other backs than like and all. Joe Burrow, I just would love to know where LSU gets these quarterbacks. Who is this guy? This lefty that can't even like it takes him an hour to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, what? What are we doing here? Like you're LSU, you should be able to get a decent quarterback, and it just it or they just don't develop. I don't know what it is, but it, it just blew mm-hmm. my mind watching that game. But anyway, um, yeah, Bam Bama's definitely beatable, and the number two ranking when when we're gonna talk about we're gonna rank our top ten after this last week. But like, do I think Alabama's a top four team? Yeah, I do. Like, I do think they are, but. Just the fact that they were put at two was just like, come on. Like, yeah. enough with the SEC BS. <laughs> That'll never go away because the SEC is part of the ESPN, and ESPN is in control of all those bowl games. Right. I mean, that's then, pretty much it. I mean, look at the SEC teams. Why, like, this is a good segue into the rest of the top 25. Why the hell is Mississippi State? even in the top 20. Yeah, like, they're not Thank good. God they lost. Oh, I know. I was just like, that was so fitting. They put them in there just to try and beef up Alabama's resume. And Kentucky like, lost, but I think Kentucky's decent. Yeah, I think they're all right. But it's just like, man, like, like I, I get it. The SEC is, is, is a little different. Like, I would say overall, it's probably bet, the best league in the country. Um but it's just like, man, like they're not that good. Like, I I just have a hard time believing, other than Alabama, that like Notre Dame and Michigan wouldn't beat every other, or sorry, Bama and Georgia, wouldn't beat every other team in the SEC if they played right now. Like, name one school that you don't that you think that you wouldn't pick. Like, maybe like I feel like A and M would be a decent game. Um, like Arkansas would be a decent game. I just I don't see I don't see the whole the whole thing just being like wow yeah Auburn like oh man Auburn would just run run Notre Dame into the ground it's like no they wouldn't no they wouldn't it's too much reputation for the Southeastern Conference it, and it uh, blows my mind I also I don't like I'm glad uh, to me well when we get into our top ten I'll kind of try to explain of how I rank the teams. Uh-huh. I mean, it was kind of hard other than number one. <laughs> right. No, I mean, it was, I, again, like, I think that those rankings, and that this is what I also had to explain to my friend through text, was that I understand that, like, he kept saying, well, the rankings don't matter right now. To an extent. That's true, because I didn't care about watching Tuesday night, watching the top 25 of the playoff rankings. I don't really right. care. But, <laughs> but it does matter, though, in a sense that, like for the Alabama. Well, right? for the future, because if you like, for example, Alabama, you know, all these teams, you play them down the line. Like Alabama, they have Auburn left, and Auburn was number 13. They just lost. Well, and look at how where they this is my point though. They place Alabama at number two. Just yeah. so if they run the table and they lose to Bama, guess what? Georgia. Or sorry, if they lose to Georgia, guess what? 
they're at two, so it doesn't look that bad if they just drop. Yeah, they lose close, they'll drop the fourth. That's all there is to it. And it's like, what? Like, no, they should be. If they're going to be in, they should be at four. So if they lose again, they're out. They're done. Now you put them at two, so it's like, hey, like if you lose again, like you, you know, you you lost a close game to the number one team, clearly the best team in the country. Like we're going to keep you in there because you're obviously, you know, one of the best four teams. Like, no. Don't do that. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, a lot of people complain about that. But they were making jokes about, uh, well, I guess LSU will be in the top 15 because they barely lost to Alabama. Yeah, it's like. It was that, I hate the turn. Sometimes, like, I feel like Oregon should be ranked above Ohio State. I don't know. But everyone uses the terms of uh, bad loss and, and good loss and all that. It's yeah. still loss. Right. But in the head-to-head, I would still put that team as long as they have the same record. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, I think the same thing with Notre Dame. Like, people will keep saying, like, you know, it's a good loss. That You know, that's a good loss at Cincinnati. It's, like, it's not a good loss. Like, it was a loss at home to a power or a group of five team. Yeah. Like, it's I, – I don't care how, you know, what you think of Cincinnati, which I, I, I think – I thought they should have been in the top four. But it was just, like, that's based off of, you know, the fact that I think – Again, I think that being undefeated and, like, winning games plays a role more of what, like – now, this year it's a little skewed because once you actually look at all the teams, it's it's hard to say that because there are so many teams with one loss. But typically, once you get to this point in the season, there's still, like – I feel like there's usually still, like, 10 undefeated teams. And this year there's just not. So, um, but, yeah, I, I think – a well, joke that two, three lost teams are in the top twenty-five. I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, and I think that the <laughs> playoff committee is really. Hopefully, they're not getting too, like they're getting to this point now where like, it used to be like you know the the system with BCS was like you know valued like your record too much probably, and I think they might be trying to get it looking at like the more of the eye test. Which is is fine, but also like you have to reward teams for winning games. Yeah, like kind of like the eight, like the playoff. They have Oregon above Ohio State, which what I said, I agree with that. But like in the AP or the coaches poll, they have Ohio State above Oregon mm-hmm. or something like that. I yeah. I don't know. I like if they have the same record and they played each other, I'd say whoever won should be ranked above them. Yeah. Well, let's let's jump into our top ten, and let's just go down the list here and see what happens. And I, you know, as I look at number one, number ten, I have Vanderbilt. (laughs) Yeah, number ten, I've got uh, not Vanderbilt, but good try. Even though I like Clark Lee. Um, Number one, Michigan, no doubt. Number one, Notre Dame. All right, number (laughs) ten, and I have two teams here. I cheated a little bit just because I, I I couldn't decide. Um, but I have uh, Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. Those are my two my two tens. So how are you uh, – explain, like, your top ten. Like, how are you doing it by, like, based on what you think they did on the field pretty much? Or? It's a little bit of both. I think that I, I valued – I valued, undef- like, being undefeated. I valued, like, winning games. And then I also valued um, – <laughs> I did mine completely different. <laughs> oh, really? I, I valued both. I mean, I think that, you know, like, I there is some um, – there's just some of my own opinions, I guess, on some teams, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's not necessarily like – it might not line up with what some other people think, but how I view these certain teams. Um, yeah, I did, like – surprisingly, I do not have Michigan in my top ten because I did – I mean, I kind of did it just like in my own world. If I was ranking my playoff teams, mm-hmm. I did it like based on record. And like, I always like the idea of conference champions and all that. So I based it on like the top two teams of all these power conferences other than Cincinnati. Okay. But my, my number 10 team is your fighting Irish. I just have them at number 10. Okay. So you kept them at 10. Yeah, and also on, like, I went through the schedule, and I kind of like 
I was seeing who they beat. Mm-hmm. And I just went through the teams that they beat with a winning record. Okay. Which is kind of surprising. Like some of these, like how many who had like surprisingly one team has four and I did not know that. <laughs> has four what? Four wins over like teams with winning records. Oh yeah. Like it was I actually listened to a podcast this morning that like Michigan's uh Michigan's record, like mm-hmm. like the other teams that they've played, other than Michigan State, is like really, really bad. Like yeah. they don't they, they don't have the only I think the only teams with winning records are Mac teams. Yeah, the two Mac schools. Yeah. And so Washington's like, four and five. <laughs> Nebraska is like seven plays away from being nine and oh or ten know, and right? oh. They're shooting themselves in the They're like crazy. they're the worst three. Speaking of Nebraska, I saw right before we got on, it was I think an hour ago, mm-hmm. the athletic director said Scott Frost will return next season. Holy cow. But they're going to restructure. They're going to kind of do what they did with, like Michigan did with Jim Harbaugh. They're going to do stuff to their to his contract and all that. Gotcha. But yeah, my uh, number. Well, like I said, Notre Dame, and I looked through their schedule. The Purdue and Wisconsin wins look really good now. Yeah, and I mean North Carolina just beat Wake, so like yeah, those, those are, are the three teams with winning records on their schedule yeah. that they so have. It's, over. It, their resume is getting better, but I think you know they got I, Virginia, and that's a good one. If I mean, if they can beat Virginia, which I think they should, it's not a great win, but it's a, it's an okay win, you know. Yeah. Um, number nine, I have Michigan State. Mm. I put State. I uh, had them drop back. Um, just because the Purdue loss is just bad. Like, that's just a bad loss. And, again, like, talk about the ultimate trap game. Like, that is, like, you could pick that upset, no question. Like, you come off a weekend of the highest of highs beating Michigan, your, your in-state rival. You know, East Lansing is burning to the ground. And then you have to go and play Purdue, who is known for upsets, at Purdue, and their offense is good. <laughs> Yeah. So it's just like, like it was, it was, it was literally like, and I, it was funny. They were in our picks, and I picked state to win just because everybody else did, and I didn't want to lose a point if I didn't look stupid. But I, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, dude, state's gonna lose this game. And I told, I told my wife that I was like, because her family state fans, and I was like, Michigan State is gonna lose for sure. Well, like, sure enough, they did. Going back to the Michigan State and Michigan game, like I said what I thought Michigan – I mean, Michigan left stuff on the field that they could have won easily, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, Kenneth Walker won that game by himself. Oh, yeah. He's afraid. And then he's... see what he did next week. I mean, Thorne, I think, is a good re- quarterback with a couple of receivers, but I don't think – their defense sucks. I'm, I have not been impressed with Michigan State's defense in the right. two weeks that I've actually watched them. Yeah. They're terrible, I think. I feel like – and I feel like nine's a fair ranking, just because I don't. Th- again, they hadn't they hadn't really beaten anybody other than Michigan. They've got a good win on their they've got a good win on their on their resume. In okay, well, well, I have like I have Michigan State in my top ten. They're they're not number nine for me, but they're three wins over winning records. Miami now because Miami's won two straight, uh-huh. and Western Kentucky. Other than Michigan, right? <laughs> Those yeah, are two, I, five, and four teams, right? I not I again. Some of this is just me thinking, like, you know. And now, you know, maybe maybe I was a little a little harsh on some teams and not as harsh on others. But you know, that's what this is all about. So, uh, who do you have at nine? I have the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Okay, so you had them up one spot from from me. Um. I agree with that. I don't think again this from like from two to ten. I feel like it could just be really anything yeah. at this point. But like I um, said, I kind of just did mine based on record wise. Like my top three are undefeated teams. If you can try to guess who those three are, but like four through ten, they're all they're all with one loss. But I kind of based it off of a their conference and all that and what mm-hmm. they have left. Okay. So yeah, I don't mind my that. own little playoff system. Right. Um, all right, number eight, I have my Fighting Irish, Notre Dame. Um, I think mm-hmm. moving up two spots is fair. 
Um, you know, they took care of business this weekend. Um, and I think having them, you know, I think that if you line them up right now, I think Notre Dame would beat Michigan State. Um, I think that <laughs> Cone might throw for 500 against them. Wow. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But I, I think that I think that's fair to say that they would beat State. Um, and I think the Michigan, you know, as again, like I said, I enjoyed Michigan State winning that game. But I think that yeah, yeah, was, yeah, we know. I know. I think that game was kind of a fluke, though. I think Michigan's. I feel like Michigan's a better team. But um, who's your eight? My eight is Wake Forest. Who just suffered their first loss? So I moved them up a spot after losing. Yeah. How does that make sense? I don't know. I took like I would be terrible at ranking teams. <laughs> <laughs> so you literally just went off of like the power five made, teams. I mean, I could have put them at number ten, I guess, and put Oklahoma State and Notre Dame up one. That would probably make more sense. That would probably make more sense. Thank you for pointing that out. But well, you like I said, I did that like I did this like right before the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, you can't I would you know, you can do what you want, but I wouldn't have them I don't move, know. Like, I don't care. I wouldn't have them move up a spot after losing to a, a Well, I didn't even think of like using it like where they were yeah. previous week. I just named my favorite ten. <laughs> well, that's one way to do it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Seven, I have your Wolverines mm. of Michigan. Um, I think that. What? You didn't give them credit for beating Indiana? That's BS. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. They're, they were at seven last week. Um, I would say, like I said, I think Michigan's a better team than Michigan State. Um, and I think that, you know, if you lined up them in Notre Dame right now, I think it would be a good game. I, I don't know who would win. I feel like whole game, baby. I yeah. honestly, I kind of hope that happens, but um, I hope it does too. I hope uh, Michigan doesn't. I hope. I mean, if they went out, sure, whatever they'll do, whatever they. They have a shot in the playoff if they went out. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to say that. If they finish ten and two, I would say they would get like that would set them up for a New Year Six bowl. But if they go nine and three, I, that's like Citrus Bowl. Yeah, they got to win this weekend against Penn State. Yeah. Um, who's your number seven? Seven. I have uh, Sparty. Okay. They're not far off of of me. I'm showing no love to my Wolverines because they're, say, they're, man. they're jerks. They're dead to you after last weekend, apparently. <laughs> or two no, weekends I just, ago. I just, uh, they're, uh, they're 1A, actually. I think State... I think, you know, I could see, yeah, that's, again, you talk about, you know, it's just a crapshoot at this point. between. Uh, if Wake Forest, think about it, Wake Forest has a high-flying offense. If they went up against State. Yeah, I pray to God we don't play Wake Forest in a bowl game. <laughs> right. Dude, what a freaking boring bowl game that would be. That game uh, this past weekend against UNC, I thought it was a basketball game. Because it was 55. Right. And they blew the game. Didn't yeah. They? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. I flipped these around last minute because I I got to I got to stand on my word. I got to hold true to my word here a little bit. My number six team is Oregon. I have Oregon in there because while they have a great win against Ohio State, um. At the horseshoe, and they're they have a horrible loss. Like, like losing to Stanford I, again. I know Joe Moorhead, their o, o offensive coordinator, was had to be rushed to the hospital like hours before the game. So it was like, you know. But dude, I do. I don't honestly. To me, you still don't lose that game. Stanford is awful. Like they're really really bad, and I just don't think that if you're a if you're a playoff team. If you're truly a playoff team, you don't, yeah, you don't lose to the like the worst or one of the worst teams in your conference. Like you tell you mean to tell me that if uh what's his nuts from Bama, um, the new one of the ten offensive coordinators had in the last ten years, Brian, whatever. Um, what's his name? He was the head coach of the Tex Texans. Oh, Brian? 
Oh, Bill O'Brien, not Brian. Bill O'Brien, Brian O'Brien. I know there's a Brian in there. Bill O'Brien. If Bill O'Brien got sick and had to go to the uh, whatever, you know, go to the hospital an hour before the game, do you think Alabama would lose to Stanford? Yes. No. There's not a chance in hell. Saban would be like, give me that play sheet. <laughs> this is what we're running. Yeah, right? and, they would, and they would win. Like, you can't – that's just not – in my opinion, that's not really an argument. So – I have I have them out sitting on the outside looking in. Um, if they run the table, win the Pac-12, I think there's a shot that they get in. But I don't have them in my top four. So they we can't lose. Yeah, we got a six. Uh, I have uh, the stupid Ohio State Buckeyes, and uh, I mean. They they if you look at their schedule, they look great. Like we know about their struggle. They lost to Oregon. Right. Take that away. They struggled against Minnesota first game. They even struggled against Tulsa a little bit. Right. Then they kind of destroyed a uh who's the Mac school? They beat a crap out of one team. Beat Rutgers. We know what Rutgers is. And uh who else did they blow out? But they blew out by the competition, the which is what you should what you said about uh, Oregon, that's how he sh- they should have took care of business against Stanford. Yeah. But I think they've kind of struggled the last two games against teams that actually have some kind of defense a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you. And uh, I had – like their ranking for me is – I think it's fair. Um, yeah. I mean, you can make an argument. I – I don't have them in the top four, but I just have them out right now. But if they went out, yeah, they'll be in. Agreed. All right, number five. And this so between I switched these around and, and now I'm as I'm thinking through it, I'm I'm not gonna change because I had it written down, so I'm gonna go with it. Um I have Oklahoma at five. Um and I, I think that this one I could I could put them in my top four because I I do value that. I again, I said I was gonna stick to my word, and I'm kind of not here. But I do. I, I think that that there is some, there's value to winning the game that you're supposed to win. But their schedule is so back heavy, then they still haven't really hit the meat of it yet. They, this this next these next like three weeks, three games, yeah, yeah, and we're gonna really find out about who they are. Because to be honest with you, man, like I don't care if you're in a game with Kansas in the fourth quarter. Like you're probably not a top four team, like it just let's just be real. Like I, I don't you could like you could have your eyes closed and your hands tied behind your back and you should beat Kansas by forty. So I I don't I don't think Oklahoma, I don't think they're gonna end up in the top four. I just don't like I, that's just my gut feeling. Um, now granted they've won the games that they've played, so there is something to be said about that. But I just. I think once they, I think they play Oklahoma State. I think they play Baylor this week, um, and then there's one other game. I think they have that's relatively tough. I can't remember their schedule, but um, but yeah, it, I just I think they're gonna drop out. So, um, but right now, I think five is fair for them. They're on the outside looking in. They're undefeated. They've done what they need to do so far. Um, mm-hmm. And if they can, and five is is one is at that spot where if you if you went out and you do what you're supposed to do, then you're in. So, um, what about you? Who do you got five? I got Oklahoma. Oh, look at us. That's our first similar. I kind of, I almost, I thought about putting them in like in the top four, uh-huh. but yeah, just based on they've won games. Like I said, I was basing it on records, but it's, it's Oklahoma. So I know they're going to lose. <laughs> All right, number four, starting out the uh, you know you know playoff as as if it were to start this week for us. Um, I got Ohio State at four. Uh, mm. I think I agree with what you what you made like the point you made earlier, and that's what made me think about flipping them in Oklahoma on the mm. fly here because they haven't looked very good in in games that they were you know like this last weekend like. Nebraska definitely had chances to win that game. Um, granted, Nebraska's played it like everybody tough, so it's not that unbelievable that it happened. But 
Um, I don't know, man. I just, again, maybe it's some of that recency bias that you kind of feel. It's like, you know, their, their offense is still really potent. You have two unbelievable wide receivers mm-hmm. um, and a good tight end and a good, pretty good stable of running backs. Um, their defense is definitely definitely susceptible to to some issues so i'm gonna keep them at four i think that's fair and you know like you said what does it really matter if they they beat michigan state and they beat michigan they're gonna be in no questions asked so who do you have it for i i stuck with i uh man it was either the Oklahoma or Oregon, so I went with Oregon at number four. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, they were weren't they in the top? They were in the top four last week, right? Yeah, yeah, they were four because last. They week. they did the same, right? Or they, yeah, yeah, they, they were, were number four. And I thought I'm not gonna like I said they had a head to head win to Ohio State. I didn't really put too much into you know the terrible loss against Stanford, but well, and I think. You have to like other than A and M, or Oregon has the best win of the season. Yeah. So, I mean that's. And I don't want to punish them for. I rather. Maybe I'm just. (laughs) I don't want to. No, I dude, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that my thought process is like the, (laughs) the end all be all. I agree. Like I think you could. You know, that I and then I also think about the side of it as if I were an Oregon fan and I would want that I would want that leniency and like empathy towards like us not having our offensive coordinator. I wonder since state lost, I wonder if they'll move up one spot. I don't know how they'll do it this week. It's gonna be I mean Georgia, duh, but like after that, who do they move Alabama? No. Even though they struggle against no, a four and five team. Oh, it was uh, Bayou Bengals. Well, LSU is in the SEC. That's their excuse. Screw you. (laughs) I'm so sick and tired of that crap. (laughs) That's just all. It really is all it is. Mm, It just means more. It does. All right. Number three, I have Alabama. Yep, me too. (laughs) Um, I think that that is – I think that's fine. You know, they have – A&M's not a – you know, A&M's – Turning it around a little bit. Ever since that game, they've they've kind of found found their stride. Um, God, I hope Alabama loses. So I, I do too. A and M in the SEC championship game. I just want, yeah. I just honestly, it's just you know, it's just time for something different. Like you know, the, honestly, the fact that we haven't even talked about Clemson has been kind of refreshing. Like it's been. Yeah, and I'm rooting for Georgia to be undefeated and in the championship. Yeah, I don't mind being up there. Like that's it's just different. We need it's just good luck to plays, yeah. <laughs> you need you need new fresh teams, new fresh blood to get in there and, and shake it up. So that's why my number two team. I'm I'm hoping they stay undefeated too. <laughs> that's Cincinnati. Yep, I have the same thing. And I, 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 I I've gone back and forth on this because I've listened to a lot of things that Oh, yeah. about, like, I'm going to respect the Cincinnati record. I'm just going to go with it. If they win, I think they deserve to be in. Right. And sure. let's be real. Like, it's not their fault that Indiana shit the bed. Like, yeah. that was supposed right. to be a big game this year. And you look at their schedule ahead, I like SMU is their best game. Yeah. And I, none of – well, none of the AAC has not helped them out one yeah. this year. Well, and they don't even play Houston. Houston's one loss. This year. No, they, oh no, they, they would play them in the championship game. Yeah. So, I mean, you got two quality wins, but they got it. Like, I didn't like everyone was saying they need to blow everyone out, but I just think it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not saying that you let them in because you're just being nice, but like, honestly, man, like, I guess, unless, you know, when it does, if it, if and when it does change the 12 teams, what does this tell? group of five teams like sorry you're just never gonna make it like no matter what you do you'd have to you'd have to go you'd have to literally just like schedule bama georgia you'd have to schedule a bunch of top tier teams and beat them like that's just it like you there's i mean what more do you want from them they scheduled notre dame at notre dame they scheduled indiana like they scheduled power five teams they beat a top 10 team on the road 
Like, man, I don't know what more what more you gotta do. Even by what ten? Yeah, and it's like it's like what do you like? What do you what's it gonna what are you gonna like hurt giving them a shot? Like yeah. the fourth team like in the playoff. It's kind of like the guys who like say that moving up to 12 teams, everyone's saying it's going to be the same teams over and over. I was like, you don't get the point. It's all about money. Yeah. More teams, it's more money. Yep. And it gives you more games. And it doesn't mean, yeah, it could be very well. Like when we move into the 12 team playoff, the first four or five years, it's going to be, you know, the usual teams. Uh-huh. But still, you'll have that one year where someone comes out of nowhere and right. maybe like a Cincinnati, I think it's going to open up more eyes than what people think it's going to be. And it could, I saw a mock one. If it drawn up, if it were last, I think Fox did it. If, if it were last, like what last re- week's rankings were, um, yeah. the 12 team playoff. And, you know, honestly, I, I texted my buddies and I was like, you know, I, I give, I think the, the 12 team playoff kind of ruins the regular season to an extent. It doesn't, the games don't mean as much, but looking at the playoff bracket, I was like, I can watch this. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I, I love it. I like, mean, I hope there's some changes to it. What they I say. think eight teams, eight teams is good. I think eight's perfect, but not more the better, but I hope they may move it where uh, I think they only had the first round games are going to be on like the school site. Oh yeah. The neutral site after that. I think the teams with bye weeks should host one game. Yeah. Then go into the neutral site system, like, you know, Rose Bowl and all that. I mean, you should reward them with a playoff home game. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, like giving Cincinnati a shot in this 14 playoff, like think about all the four seeds over the last however many years, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, blah, blah, blah. They got beat. They got beat bad. So what do you – what's – what like are you – you want to just put a power five team in there that gets their ass kicked? Like I don't, I don't see – just give them a chance. Like see what happens. If, and, you know, last year they played Georgia hard. You know, they get in there and, you know, who, who knows? Put them in a four seed and they – I mean, grand – they probably wouldn't upset Georgia, but you never know. Like, they have some film on them because they watched them last year. Like, yeah, they played them last year. They talked about that about Cincinnati. They had the preseason ranking, and you know they played well against Georgia in that bowl game. And Georgia's defense—they had like six or seven guys back from last year's team. They had players sit out, but still, right. if you're considered to be all SEC power, you shouldn't. You know, this should be easy for you. Well, and I think, you know, which we – Georgia obviously is our number one team. We don't have to really talk about that. They, clearly right now they're 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 the best. But, again, we talked about this on the last episode that we recorded. Um, wouldn't it just be so fitting for Alabama to win out and beat Georgia? And Georgia and Bama are one and two – going into the playoff and it's just like rematch and it's like, you know what college football, you had your opportunity to be cool and have some, have a fun playoff. But I guess it's just, you know, honestly, dude, I don't like, I would probably watch just because I'm a fan of the game, but I, you, I think ratings would be, it'd be like a, well, the LSU and Alabama had a game where it was number one versus two in the season, and LSU won like nine to six. Yeah, it was all the field goals. The defensive game. Then you could tell the better coaching when they had the rematch, but that rematch should have never happened. That's why, like, with such a four with a four team playoff, you should consider like you should try to make the regular season into like a playoff way, like. Hey, Alabama had their shot of making the playoff, but they lost in the regular season. But every time, like in 2019, they were pushing for Alabama to be in the playoff, even though they lost to LSU. Right. That was with Joe Burrow. So when they get got into that final weekend against Auburn, thank God Auburn beat them. Yeah. They did the same thing with Georgia. 
but Georgia lost to South Carolina, and South Carolina was, I think, five and seven, four and eight at that time. Uh-huh. But when I can't believe I'm defending Ohio State, but Ohio State, the year that Alabama made the playoff, the same year as Georgia, mm-hmm. Ohio State got snub, like got snubbed from it. Yeah, I remember that because they people being upset about because that. they lost to Iowa by like you know by thirty. Yeah, yeah, it was a terrible loss. Or wasn't that the Purdue year when they lost? It was one of them because they did both years, like back to back years. But it was one of those two years. Well, like looking back and seeing how those teams played, losing by whatever, losing bad to Purdue or Iowa, those teams actually made bowl games and won bowl games. Yeah, Georgia lost to South Carolina, who didn't even make a bowl game. Right. Yeah, they consider that the. That was just a better loss. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Uh, the old SEC. Getting yeah. It just means. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our that's our top ten. Um, it's pretty uh, I, pretty exciting I think, stuff. It'll, it'll be interesting to see tomorrow uh, how who who is more right or who, you know, how what our rankings actually look like when they I'm come curious out. Curious to see how they do it. I, I know they're I, not going to move Cincinnati to two, but <laughs> – not after the last week, and they're not. Yeah, they're not going to move Bama back, but maybe it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like Oregon should move up one. I think Michigan State will be still. I don't know where they'll go. They might stay in the top ten at least. Michigan State, Michigan might move up one. I don't know. You look at that. Also, you look at the college football rankings. You had State lose. Uh-huh. Then once you get past, you got number nine losing. You got number twelve losing. You got number thirteen lost. Number seventeen, eighteen. I mean, a lot of teams lost behind. Like everyone bashes Cincinnati, but a lot of teams behind them lost. Yeah. As well, there was only one ranked like matchup last week too. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow night, and then we'll talk about it. After that, but I will not be watching it. I will be watching college basketball. Oh yeah, college basketball starts tomorrow. Notre Dame doesn't play till like the thirteenth or something. Really? Yeah, I know Michigan plays Wednesday and Vandy plays Wednesday. Their first, their first three games are against like nobodies. It's kind of annoying. Glen Oaks Community College, and mm-hmm. those kind of schools. Pretty much. I know. Uh, tomorrow night's the. Champions Classic. It's uh, Kansas and State, mm. Kentucky and Duke. That's tomorrow night. That'd be fun to watch. I mean, yeah. I you know my mind's been so much on football, but I do love when basketball gets going. I love college, but I'm just happy like with fans back too. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, quickly just real quick just talk about um, the games this upcoming week. You are taking on Penn State and Happy Valley. That's a night game, right? Nope, it's a noon kickoff. Oh, so you don't have the whiteout then? Yeah, so, that's kind of that's kind of good. Yeah, that's a bright side because the last two times we've been there, we lost on national television, right. whiteout and everything. But they had their whiteout. You know, I think it was against Auburn. Yeah, and. You know, recently they haven't looked too good. They lost to Illinois. I mean, they played pretty well against Ohio State, which was really surprising to me. Yeah, they won. They won pretty uh, handily on Saturday, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't. I think Michigan should win. I don't. Yeah, I think they sh- like I said they should win these last two out of three games. Mm-hmm. But as long as they don't let. Uh, I think Penn State has a good defense, and they have that one. I mean, dots in the receiver. If the, if we can contain them, Penn State hasn't proven to be able to run the football. So, I mean, those are the keys, really, for me for right. Michigan to win. Yeah, I would agree. I think if you can slow him down, I wouldn't be worried about quarterback or running back. I don't have really anybody that scares you Cliff, too much. I mean, Clifford's like the Big Ten version of Bo Nix, so you don't know what you're going to get from him. That's very true. That's a good comparison. Um, right? That's who I compared it. But really, Clifford's better because he beat him. Yeah. Beginning of the year. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think – Which isn't saying much. Yeah, right. I would say that um, you guys should win. 
I think so. You know, on the road, never know. But I'll, I'll give the benefit of the doubt to the Wolverines this week. Um, you guys got the Cavs. Yeah, Virginia. I don't know what to think about everyone. You know, people try to drum up storylines, and I, I think Virginia's their offense is like they're number one in the country, and they're like in offensive numbers, which is really weird. Um, but their quarterback is uh, um, is actually dealing with broken ribs, so he might not he might not play. And it's kind of like a game time thing. But I don't, I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling he will play. Um, yeah. And if that's the case, then uh, you better freaking send the get house on him. Yeah. Get a little uh, was it Daxton Hill on Graham Mertz? <laughs> Just that rib yeah, shot. <laughs> Yeah, he so. did get shot out of Canada, man. He came out of nowhere. Right. So yeah, it's uh, um, I think you know again, this is a game that Notre Dame it'll be on the road, but Notre Dame should win. Um, their yeah, offense is win. their offense is starting to kind of click. The um, defenses defenses you know, aside from the North Carolina game, which you know North Carolina was you know, Sam Howell's good and. Kyle Hamilton's, I, I'm assuming, probably going to – I don't know if he'll play another game in Notre Dame um, just because he doesn't want to get injured, but um, which is, is understandable. But, you know, we played the last two games without him, and granted the Navy game is, is totally, you know, different just because it's the triple option. But against North Carolina, if you have Hamilton out there, there's so much more you can do, and I don't think that they score 30-whatever points against us. So um, hurt. it doesn't, doesn't help when you have your top five draft pick and uh all-american if he's not on the field virginia likes to throw right yeah they do so that's what the basis of their offense is and that could be an issue so um i'm sure the coaching staff will be will have something drawn up and ready to roll but again should win this game and then you got georgia tech and you got stanford so those are all games you should win notre dame should be 11 and 1 um, if they don't get a major bowl game and <laughs> yeah, Kelly said today in his press conference and he, it was kind of funny. They, I don't remember what the question was exactly, but, and he was just like, all I know is that he's like looking at his sheet. He's like, uh, Notre Dame is 40 and Oh, in the last 40 games or something like that, that they scored 30 or more points. He goes, so we have to score. <laughs> so it's like, all right, I like the game plan. Put some points yeah. on the board. Um. So yeah, should should be a good weekend. You know how Michigan and uh, Notre Dame don't have too many big major wins, like bowl games wise. Yeah. Like Michigan's last one was 2011. They won the Sugar Bowl. I don't know when Notre Dame's is. Uh, for a New Year's Six, you mean? Yeah, like a major New Year's Day bowl game. Oh man, I think it was like '93. Holy cow! Like really? It's that long? Yeah. Oh. I mean, aside from well. aside from the playoffs, they were in the Fiesta Bowl in 2015 against Ohio State. They lost, uh, and then they were in the national championship game in 2012. Um, Brady Quinn had them in a major bowl game. Yeah, he, they, they, lost were in, they were in two BCS bowl games. Okay. One, one against LSU, one against Ohio State, and they got blown out in both. So yeah, okay. it's been it's been since like okay. the 90s. Okay. Well, that would be fitting for Michigan and Ohio. I mean, Michigan and Notre Dame playing a bowl game. One of them get off the shine. Or one of them like, wins one. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I just it kind of sucks. Like we don't have any big game. Like everyone, a lot of school like Michigan and stuff. Their their schedule is so back heavy, and it's like it's actually kind of fun. And for Notre Dame, it's just like, and eh, just kind of no. games that are like me. Like I like I just want. What? Who's their last? Oh, Virginia. Who else? Virginia, Georgia Tech, and then Stanford. Which one's on the road? Uh, Stanford. So Virginia's on the road, and Stanford's on the road. Georgia Tech's at home. Okay. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not uh, super excited about the, the the last three games, but it's still be. I'm gonna enjoy every second of it. You want them to win, so <laughs> yeah. I look. I look for you know. I look forward to Notre Dame. All you know as soon as the season ends till it starts. So I'm it's kinda I, like, I gotta enjoy it while I can. Kind of like uh, last week, this past Saturday after the game against MSU. 
Like, oh, we're playing Indiana at night. Yeah. That's an interesting night game, by the way. Yeah. What I mean, that? Well, beginning of the season, again, like when they probably had that like thought process, well, it wasn't. They did it a week before. So oh, they did? They announced it a week Well, they before. did the same thing with, uh, I think, like the beginning of the season, other than Michigan, Ohio State, it's always at noon. Right. Like the beginning of the season, they'll have the first three or four weeks scheduled. Like time wise, then they'll do it bi weekly. But same thing with Indiana. They played Ohio State a couple of weeks ago on ABC at night, even though they didn't really deserve that time slot, really. Right. Should have been a noon kickoff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I think that does it for us today. Um, we'll be back next week with uh, talking a little bit more about rankings. We can probably do another top 10. See where things fall tomorrow. Um, and then we'll talk about our hopefully wins and then the future games coming up. So that does it.